You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. This episode called Are You Solving a Big Enough Problem in Your Coaching Business is part of my Coaching Business Checkup series. You can find show notes for this episode at prosperouscoach.com slash 65. If you are not attracting enough paying clients to sustain your coaching business, there could be a lot of reasons for that. And this episode and all the coaching business checkup series are actually designed to help you isolate what needs attention. But I don't want you to let errors move you to giving up on your coaching business unless you truly are done with the idea of being a successful coach and helping loads of people with your unique talents. See, to succeed, you have to be willing to flail and fail. And I encourage you to be willing to make mistakes and realize that they just don't define the possibility of your future success. Jumping out there without strategy is a time-honored mistake. Nearly everyone makes these mistakes if they are willing to risk success. And on the other side of this is the person who doesn't risk anything and misses out on the chance to learn from their mistakes. Those are the folks who regret not risking. For this episode, I'm going to dig into the most common problem that holds coaches back from attracting enough clients and earning well, and it comes down to this. There's simply not enough people who are inspired to invest in your services and invest in a way that pays you well so that you don't have to have hundreds of clients in order to earn a living. You are no doubt super talented, capable, and a truly effective coach. I believe your clients love you no matter what they're paying you. But that really goes wasted if you can't attract the attention of your target audience and inspire them to invest in a way that's sustainable for you to have a business. And that's really what I'm about. I I think there are a lot of coaches out there not making very much. And I don't want that. I want for coaches to earn well. Now, what can you do about it if you are having this problem where there are not enough people inspired to invest in your services? Well, there are so many things, so I'm going to focus on one now. Now, let's say that you have already chosen a target audience, and they are an audience of seekers, people who do invest out of their own pocket to grow personally and professionally. The next thing you do is to define your niche, right? And this is the place where you might be inclined to totally wimp out. I did when I started as a coach, and I think it's partly because... When we're fresh out of coach training, there's still this glow about the value of coaching that can actually blind you to what you need to do in order to attract paying clients. And so I want to ask you, have you romanticized the notion of coaching so much that you believe that there are people walking around out there just wishing they had a coach? Now, I'm not saying that there aren't some people who do. But I don't think that most people think about coaching as a solution. That's why coaching is a hard sell. You've heard me say this before. And if you want to listen to an episode that's all about this challenge, go to prosperouscoach.com slash seven and listen to that. So this starry-eyed moment in time where instead of niching down, 
you are tempted to niche widely or niche weekly becomes a problem for you. And niching wide is choosing a broad coaching audience and naming an overarching abstract outcome. For example, I help women create a more fulfilling life. That sentence says so little because there's no specificity in it. Women is half the world and create a more fulfilling life could be anything. And I know you might think that that is a great thing to do, to be vague like that, to be overarching, but it actually isn't. It's very unlikely to attract attention. Here's another one, slightly more specific. I help business owners become successful. Well, at least there's a target audience here, business owners, but it's a very big, widely marketed to audience. And become successful is just so bland. It doesn't really speak to a specific challenge and a specific outcome that those people want. And so as a result, it just doesn't attract attention. It doesn't get people to lock on and want to go to your website and hear what else you have to say and maybe reach out for a discovery session with you down the road. Another way to wimp out in your niche is to simply just identify your track. I'm a career coach. I'm a leadership coach. I'm a life coach. I have seen many coaches' websites list several coaching tracks or all coaching tracks or even just one coaching track. And and that's all they really do in the way of targeting. The lack of specialty does just the opposite of what the coach hoped. You know, they're hoping that if they be broad like this or list all these possibilities that it makes them seem really valuable. But what it actually does is it turns potential clients away because they they actually perceive the lack of commitment and focus. They don't really know what it is that you do. An example of niching weekly is focusing on topics as the specialty. So these are coaching topics like I'm a confidence coach. I'm an empowerment coach. I help you break through limiting beliefs. See, I don't think people wake up in the middle of the night and they say to themselves, you know what I need? I need a coach to help me break through my limiting beliefs. That isn't the way it shakes down. Reality is everyone has limiting beliefs and any coach or mentor can help individuals pass them. But that topic alone rarely is going to inspire much of an investment, except for maybe a few sessions at a low price. So these are weak niches. And they aren't big enough problems to help you bring in a steady stream of clients who are ready to invest in your help. Now, I niched widely and weekly at first. I really didn't know better. Now, I really hope to save you some of my flailing and failing by helping you strategize every aspect of your coaching business. And it does start with these minute things, these sort of cornerstone pieces. So what I ask you to do is fully commit to standing out with a specialty. Now, notice I didn't say standing out with your coaching specialty. I think all coaches will have something that they really love to coach about, and there's ways to make sure you attract clients that fit that bill for you. But let's take the coaching piece out of the equation for a minute. Yes, I know that sounds crazy, but... Coaching is your toolbox. It's a skill set that you'll use to help your clients. It's not what people will buy. 
So if you intend to be a successful coach in the long run, committing to targeting and niching down strategically, and then follow through all the time with everything you do in your coaching business. For example, don't let your website copy be dumped down by focusing on the wonders of coaching. Focus your copy on your website on your specific target audience and what's keeping them up at night. That's what the language needs to be about. Make it so that when people get to your site, there's absolutely no doubt in anyone's mind who you serve, the big problem you help them overcome, and the big goal you help them reach. So how can you define what big enough is? While you're looking for a dynamic, profitable niche, you have to step out of thinking like a coach and step into thinking like your audience. And the reality is, if you learn to think like your audience in everything you do, every blog you write, every word that's on your website, every social media post you do, any kind of webinar or workshop you create, if you can think like your target audience instead of like a coach, it will actually help you attract your target audience to see why that makes sense. It takes a bit of mindfulness and practice to do this. So here's a question to ask yourself. What specific problem will prompt my target audience to go looking for solutions with their credit card ready? I'm going to say it again. What specific problem will prompt my target audience to go looking for solutions with their credit card ready? I want you to think about all the times that you have invested in something that was pricey. What made you pay the big bucks for a service, even though you knew you were spending a lot? It might have been a training program. It might have been hiring your own coach. It might have been hiring somebody like me who can help you get your business off the ground and running with ease and grace. But no doubt, it was something that felt crucial for your future, for your future success. So we're talking about here the gap between pain and pleasure. You have heard about pain points before. Now, some pain points, some problems are just annoying. Some problems are a hassle. What you're looking for is the problem that your target audience has that is acutely painful. It is bringing them down. It's ruining not just their day, but their weeks and months and years, you know? It's keeping them up at night. It's the gap between what your audience wants and where they are now. That great longing they have for reaching some goal that's been elusive because there's a big, fat problem in the way. And the thing is, the thing in the way is usually the individual themselves in some manner. Big enough problems fall within just a handful of categories associated with fundamental wants. More money, a better or better paying career, a more engaging career, power, more love, a different kind of love, a better love, healing, these five things. So here are a few coaches' niches, and I want you to notice how they fit into one of those five fundamental categories. And I want you to see if you can hear the big problem that is so unique to the specific target audience. So here we go. Helping HR leaders gain more impact and influence in their organization. 
helping moms with a long career gap find flexible work they'll enjoy, helping people with fibromyalgia feel better and get their lives back, helping parents support their kids with ADHD to excel in school, helping wives of civil servants create space for a career of their own. See the specificity and and do you see the big problems and desired outcomes that would inspire investment for these groups of people? Now, if you've chosen an audience and you think that you've arrived at a big enough problem to solve, pause a moment and ask yourself this. Would I buy high-ticket services to help me overcome this particular problem? And if you can't answer yes to that question, then it's time to dig deeper. And if you would like some help to move past this place in your business where you don't really know what your niche is or you don't really know what the big problem is you're solving or if it's big enough to inspire investment, then reach out. I have a page on my website. It's called Work With Rhonda. On there is some details about how I work with people. And there's also a wonderful questionnaire to fill out. And if you are stuck and wanting help, I don't want you to be stuck anymore. Reach out. Let's have a conversation and see if we're a good fit for getting your business fully off the ground and running. Stay inspired and make things happen. so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.